what to build, what to build. Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin. Yo, kid, yo! Welcome back to Pflugerville. It's me, Kapow, beaming into your ears all the way from Lucy Wow's barn. Alongside me today is the co-host with the co-most, Guy Neville. Uh, thanks, Kapow. It's good to be here. And I'm super excited to talk about how fireworks today. You know, without fire. Guy, today's subject isn't how fire works. But that's what you emailed me last night, see? Dear guy, let's do a show on how fireworks. All the best, Kabow. Oh, hey, that's a typo. It was supposed to say, dear guy, let's do a show on how fireworks are the best. Kabow. Uh, uh-oh, Kabow. All the research I did was on how fireworks. I don't know anything about fireworks. Don't worry, guy, you're in luck. I know everything about fireworks. After all, they're one of the few inventions who talk to me. Wait, you think fireworks uh, speak to you? Of course! Every time I go see a fireworks show, the fireworks shout my name. Kapow! Kapow! <laughs> That's all they usually say. And they never say please or thank you, which I think is kind of rude. Yeah, I don't think they're shouting your name, Kapow. I think you're named after the sound of something blowing up. Oh, well, whether I'm named after a firework or they're talking to me, one thing is for certain. Fireworks are an invention that have been going Kapow for a long time. Oh, uh, really? How long? Fireworks go back over 1900 years. Wow. Before we get into the history of them, let's look at what a firework is and how it works. And if you want to talk about how fire works after that, I got us covered. I think we're good, guy. Now, whether it's lighting up your town's 4th of July celebration or announcing the new year over your city's skyscrapers, every firework starts with an aerial shell. This is a tube that contains gunpowder and dozens of small pods. Each of these pods is called a star. These stars measure about one to 1.5 inches in diameter and are filled with fuel to make it shoot in the air. An oxidizing agent so it will catch fire at the right time and chemicals that create the colors. Wait, uh, chemicals create color? Yep, and even cooler is that different chemicals make different colors. For example, blues are made with copper chloride and reds are made with strontium salts. Wow, Kabow. It sounds like making a firework takes a lot of knowledge about chemicals and science. It sure does, guy. If you want to make a firework when you grow up, you better pay attention during science class. But fireworks weren't invented by scientists. They were invented by alchemists. Hey, I've heard of alchemists. 
they were people who, in ancient times, tried to turn natural materials into magical materials. Like, uh, turning water into powerful medicines, or plain rocks into valuable gold. Exactly! Now, around AD 800, Chinese alchemists were trying to create a recipe for eternal life, when instead, they invented gunpowder. Now, at first they were disappointed. I mean, they wanted to live forever, not make loud noises. But then, the alchemists decided gunpowder had a purpose after all. The loud noises would keep the evil spirits away. Is that why it's traditional to set off fireworks in front of stores and homes on Chinese New Year? You got it, guy! It's now considered good luck to do it. So to scare off these evil spirits, the alchemists would pack gunpowder into bamboo shoots and throw the shoots into a fire, which created a loud kapow. And if there's one thing people always want more of, it's kapow, right? Uh, uh, jerk about. Now, like all good inventions, fireworks started to evolve. Paper tubes replaced bamboo. And instead of throwing the tubes into a fire, people added fuses from tissue paper so they could throw them in the air. And kapow! By the 10th century, the Chinese had figured out that they could attach firecrackers to arrows and shoot them at enemies. Within the next 200 years, fireworks were honed into rockets that could be fired great distances on the battlefield. Uh, so wait, how did this ancient Chinese weapon end up at a modern American barbecue. Well, in 1295, an Italian explorer named Marco Polo traveled to Asia and brought fireworks back to Europe. While people in the West appreciated fireworks on the battlefield, they were even more excited about using them during celebrations. As the years went on, European fireworks shows grew and grew until Henry VII's wedding day in 1486. He hosted the biggest fireworks show the world had ever seen. Not to be outdone, Tsar Peter the Great of Russia put on a five-hour fireworks show to mark the birth of his son. Huh, can you imagine listening to five hours of Kapow? Ugh, I'd rather not. So uh, what kind of fireworks did they use? I like the red ones. Did they have uh, red ones? Not yet, I'm afraid. At first, all fireworks were orange. But then, explosive art schools started popping up across Europe. Students started experimenting with metals and other ingredients to enhance the brightness and make cool shapes. As they experimented with these mixtures of chemicals, they discovered that they could create colors as well. Ha! Kapow! Yeah, but wait, when did fireworks come to America? Well, like many American traditions, fireworks shows came to America because of immigration. You see, when Europeans traveled to North America, they brought their firework recipes with them. Captain John Smith set off the first American display in Jamestown, Virginia in 1608. Then, on July 4th, 1777, the anniversary of the Declaration of Independence, the brand new US government hosted a fireworks show that would become a 4th of July tradition. But to be clear, fireworks are a tradition, not a toy. So most places have rules about when and where you could use them. And it's important that there's always an adult around whenever they're being used. Oh, wow, Kapow. So what started as a failed attempt to create a potion that would let you live forever evolved and changed into the fireworks shows we see at baseball games, rock concerts, and even at Disneyland. It's true. It just goes to show 
Today's failure might be tomorrow's success. Or if you're in luck, tomorrow's kapow. You know what, Kapowski? I don't know if fireworks actually talk to you, but I sure enjoyed hearing you talk about them. I hope our listeners did too. If you have any question about fireworks, alchemy, celebrations, Pflugerville, Kapow, or me, Guy Devil, send it to Guy at GoKidGo.com. Or me at Kapow at GoKidGo.com. Whoever you send it to, you might get your question read live on the show. Thanks for listening. And remember that if you go to GoKidGo.com, Lucy Wild merchandise is now available. And you know you need more Kapow in your life. Have yourself an inventive day. And as always, Go Kid Go! Go Kid Go! Go Kid Go! 